0: Washington State and Oregon State get their shocking court win. Now, what will they do with their millions and millions of dollars? They could, they could bring themselves here. This is Locked On Big 12. You are Locked On Big 12, your daily podcast on the Big 12 Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Big 12. I'm Drake Toll from ESPN Central Texas. And that is the man who's known as Brian. We call him Immaculate so the government can't track him down because he knows all (laughs) of the expansion secrets. Thanks for making Locked On Big 12 your first listen every single day. Look Immaculate. Massive court yeah. win. I, I I'm. I know you won't gloat, so I'm going to gloat for no. you. You said months ago on this show that it will take a court victory for Washington State and Oregon State to have the prowess to pull themselves back into the power five. That's exactly what occurred this weekend. Now, where do we sit?
1: Well, court win or settlement. They needed to get out of the the. Uh... The lawsuit, in my opinion, I don't think anyone's going to want to talk to a school or schools that are currently engaged in a lawsuit against their current conference. That doesn't look good and sure is complicated. Uh, Where it stands now is, well, we're about to find out. I think there's there's a lot of rumors going on, going around that there's talking between certain conferences. You know what truth there is to that. I certainly do not know. But uh, time is still ticking.
0: Where it sits right now. How much? of this win. And this seems like the best case scenario of all the possibilities for these two schools. Now they have the assets of the PAC 12. They can control that. Is there enough money and power there to wield their way into a conference like the big 12?
1: It's a good question. Um, It's, it's not as much as what we first thought. And when we were first talking um, some, you know, things have come to light, Yeah, but the numbers being thrown around right now are, are still pretty substantial. And, It seems like the schools who are departing are are definitely counting on that money. And now that we have something like House versus NCAA that's reared its head and you've got conferences that are looking to prepare for that, because that is against the NCAA and the five power conferences, autonomous conferences, however someone wants to call them. Yeah. So they're on that. They are defendants. So these schools, these conferences, they're having to look at that. And that is on the docket for January twenty twenty five. So, if there was plans by certain schools to have that money divvied out to help use it to have it for funding, um, this this might have thrown a little uh, curveball at them. So, do they have enough? I don't know. It's the, uh, the toll is certainly swinging in their favor, though. Shall we say?
0: Yeah. Well, give me this. What is the most likely? Point of action for these two schools now that they have settled kind of their Mountain West scheduling agreement. That's what they've gone mm-hmm. through. Is it more likely they settle out west or they try to pull themselves toward a Big Twelve and ACC, some somewhere in that in that range?
1: I think that they've prepared themselves for both. Okay. Um they only did a one year deal with the Mountain West and they paid for it. Um, if this was part of the agreement to merge or. Or anything like that i don't don't see why they would pay i mean that would be equal for both sides but it's the mountain west that is doing them a service and they're getting paid for it so i i would say right now it they're playing to go in either direction the fact that they've done that tells me they don't have something lined up yeah but now that their court case is over um we'll see we'll we'll see if uh, some whispering start to come out if some news starts to come out about some talks uh, right now. I think that uh, they're in a position to do something should an option present itself. You
0: know, when uh, I had mafia Nathan on the show, he said a few months ago, 99% chance that Oregon state, Washington state made their way into the big 12. And, and you thought that was a very high number as did I, I know he's yeah. come down off of that number. And he, he flat out said last week, I, I was wrong. You know, he's, he's not afraid <laughs> to admit that for yeah. you. Hmm. Does it feel like that just became so much more likely? Is this a move that you think Brett Yormark should make if you're in his shoes?
1: Um, The way the Big 12 is currently made up, uh, I I could see it go either way. Thing is, you know, not to break be the bearer of bad news, I'm not sure if you've seen the last schools leave the Big 12. Um, not to go into specifics or who may or who might, I'm sure people could figure it out. But having those two schools that could fill is, isn't is a horrible thing. And when you actually get down and you look at the numbers of what Oregon State has done for ratings, Washington State, yep. um, the fact that Oregon State is the only growing public school in the state of Oregon, it's actually a pretty good school, which, you know, for longevity reasons and being able to hold themselves up, that's a pretty good thing. Um, I think – I think that they have a good shot. I just, I don't know what the final end game is, right? Like right. the big 12, because the pay is about half of the big 10 in the sec. That actually allows them to be more nimble, more agile. You could, you could add more technically you could add twice as much if, you know, yeah. um, cause you, cause it's no longer about a few big names carrying the most um, on TV performance. It's going to be probably divvied out a little more equally. So I, I think they could. Um, yeah. we'll, we'll see. I mean, they got to work out the business end of that.
0: Now, I'm not going to let you get too far before unpacking at least a little bit of okay. the idea the Big 12 is going to see more expansion outward, that, that there be teams that explore other options elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. The Utah fans love to scream that they're going to the Big Ten. Is that what you're yeah. referencing?
1: I would put them as a possibility. I wouldn't put them as one of my strongest possibilities. Um, what do you, Yeah, what do you see? What do you see? Well, it comes down to, I think you're going to be looking at like the big 10 going to 20, the sec maybe going to 20. I've got Mm -hmm. some ideas on who that might be, uh, but I don't think they're going to go past that until we see really what happens with the NCAA new rules. They need some new rules for divisions for postseason play to add on more. Uh, And I think once the NCAA starts to get cracked, I think the autonomous conferences are going to push for full or near full autonomy. That's just my opinion. That's, really what i think they're going for all the way back to 2014 2015 when it started um and the same threat they used back then is what they're doing now you know it's the threat to leave the ncaa so i you know it worked then, and now yep. the uh the odds are much bigger the stakes are so i think that they'll probably get that and when they do that's when i think there would be more moves. there's not nothing in the short term so i don't mean to be like worried folks but uh yeah you know if if it comes down to where they can have you know conference playoffs and a whole lot more monetization for of more teams and then you might see some geographical ads to round out like say they need another one out west for if they want five team divisions or maybe they want six team divisions in a four division conference so that's really what it comes down to we need to know a lot more before saying for sure who yeah. it's just that you know like in a general sense, there might be some more in the future. What is the
0: timeline? Do you think the timeline on that could get in the way of Washington State and Oregon State's next move? Or is that the the really the entire thing falling apart so far away? We we are still need to figure out this Oregon State, Washington State thing.
1: I'm still a believer that 2026 is the target date. That doesn't mean everything has to happen by then. Wow. But that's that's soon. That's because the entire CFP has to come to a brand new agreement yeah and it's kind of hard to come to an agreement on what you're going to do if you don't know if you're in your final home yeah like you don't know how how is this all going to look out so i would tend to think that they want to get that figured out not just in 2026 but in enough time for them to then figure out what they're going to do so people might be thinking we got two years i don't think so i i I think we're going to start hearing things much sooner than that like Beginning of next year, wow! Um, and that's just because that gives you two years, yeah. Right? I mean, that's not a lot of time. Most most conference moves are announced two years in advance of when they actually do it. So we we don't have a whole lot of time.
0: Wow. Well, immaculate. I want to get into the ACC and the Big Twelve now. There's this. Uh... This merger discussion or how these two two conferences could possibly come together with an agreement. But before we get to that, let's hear from our valued sponsors over at eBay Motors right here on Locked On Big 12, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's show is brought to you by eBay Motors. eBay Motors is the best place to keep your ride or die alive. What brings home the winning trophy is knowing that your ride is alive ebay motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle leveled up to peak performance superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts all the prices that you could possibly want It's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. That is eBay Motors. All right, Immaculate, you are the most well-connected, well-versed, and well-studied expansion partner out there. Give me this. The ACC, the Big 12, is a merger on the horizon.
1: Well, I think you might've just got me in a little trouble with that first part there, but um, my best opinion would be that no. Um, We've heard this many times in the past when conferences start talking with each other, you know, they say, this is an alliance. This is a scheduling alliance, a merger. We're going to do something together. And it never really fully pans out, but probably means they're talking and you know, someone might say, "Well, someone's just lying about that." I think now would be a good time to start talking. So, yeah. with whether anyone was coming out and saying that or not, I would I would think that they were already talking. So, I I don't think there'll be a full merger. That's, you know, you do the math. The ACC is losing six teams to the Big Ten and the ACC. That takes you down to twelve. Big Twelve is at sixteen. That's a twenty-eight team league. Yeah, and yeah. if you add the Pack Two to that, that's thirty. I don't know. I mean, that seems a little bit unwieldy for me.
0: Give me this. This is a setup question, too. Who has more power right now, the Big 12 or the ACC? Who's in a better spot for negotiation? Oh, the Big 12. With that, what would keep Brett Yormark from taking the position of power and instead of merging, poaching? Does that not seem more obvious here?
1: This is a little backwards saying because the reason why the Big 12 is in a better position is because it has less targets that others want to poach. Does okay, that make much yes. sense to you? Yeah. So you're you're in a more stable place. You've already had your two top ones poached. You figured out what to do afterwards. I mean, that's why the ACC grabbed the three from out west. They were kind of copying you guys, you know, trying to get ahead of what's coming. And um, so, but because the ACC has, you know, the Big Ten and the SEC looking at it, yeah. they've got to figure out what they're going to do. Um I think that they may have some ideas. I have certainly have my own ideas of what they could do. But if you're the Big 12, I think you sit pretty knowing that those two big feeders are coming for the ACC. And no matter what they say about the value or having their 15-team clause in the contract, if they lose their top value schools out of that conference, ESPN is not going to sit there with that. Ballooning contract saying oh yeah we're cool With paying this yeah like, I don't care if you Got 15 schools it's not happening And if that's your only business partner For the ACC with ESPN Do you really want to piss them off Like right because they might do the same Thing they did to the pack and, and in 2036 Say meh we don't want to sign A deal
0: yep with With this is the Assumption then no matter what Florida State is gone and if if It's Florida State who goes with them
1: I think so I to to put out as much as they have and to not actually be doing any work behind the scenes on it, I, I think that that's very unlikely. Yeah. So I'm, I'm already past the Florida State thing. And I used to think Florida State to the SEC because I just thought that they wouldn't be dumb enough to allow the Big Ten to plant their flag in Tallahassee, as I see. Yeah. But then the CFP madness happened happened and the C- sec went all out on making sure alabama got in yeah and now you know sometimes people with a lot of money they spend it emotionally it's not always just pure logic that those are spending and i think what we're seeing is big fsu money is pushing politicians it's pushing the state and it is i think they're gathering to do some kind of sovereign entity protection to where if Florida State leaves the ACC, the ACC won't be able to sue them for their natural broadcasting rights. Yeah. The so, idea. So you want to know who goes with them, by the way. Right. Yes. I think Georgia Tech.
0: Wow. Yeah. So you don't go to UNC or Virginia or Clemson
1: first. UNC has an in-state problem. They're, they are the first pick. They're the first pick above Florida State for the Big Ten, in my opinion, when you look yep. at. Uh, the research values, their, um, you know, how, how much money they have there in investment value, but they have an in-state problem. And right now they're dealing with their chancellor issues and they're getting pulled in both directions. So I think the easier pick, the easier thing to happen is for Georgia Tech to go to Florida State, North Carolina, North Carolina State, Virginia Tech, and Virginia all go to the SEC probably with half pay, two-thirds pay, something that makes it a little bit easier on the SEC because, you know, if, if you get them at half pay, you're getting, you know, four for the price of two. Yeah. So, yep. so that gets them both up to 20 and something like that might happen.
0: In the event of that, who would the Big 12 get?
1: Well, now everyone else, just kind of like how we saw in the pack when it was like, oh, we wouldn't dare go to the Big 12. Yeah. At that point in time, the value of the ACC is going to be perceived as much less. They've got three schools coming in, but that's six schools going out. Yeah. Um and espn's looking at the same we're not paying the same amount so i think those schools probably already know in advance that the uh the big 12 might actually be a a better spot for more pay and if you get some of these schools that i did not list there's a big one on there i'm sure you're probably thinking of that starts with the c yeah uh if you add those i don't see the big 12 staying at 31 i could be wrong i'm not an expert on that but at when you look at the lineup and what it was when they got that, yeah, you add the the four from the pack, and you add the likes of say Clemson, Louisville. Pitt fans aren't going to like it, but Pitt, yeah, and you know one more. I I think that um, that pay is going to go up. And Miami, we haven't it. mentioned Miami either. I mean, that's that's another. My, there's a, everyone likes that, and everyone talks about that, and it's possible. I tend to think they're a part of something else. But that's just me being a little, you know, one of my little crazier ideas
0: with with this. And and I want to get your ideas of where the Big 12 should go next in general. Less so. We've we've been more specific about these conferences and and murmurs. I'll tie it up with this. Is it more imperative the Big 12 focus out west on Oregon State, Washington State or try to hone in on a Clemson or anybody in the ACC?
1: I would be pretty full of it if I said that they should look at Oregon State and Washington State ahead of what's going on with the ACC I don't think though anyone from Oregon State or Washington State watching this should take that as a bad thing mm-hmm. um, you're now basically just now on the board when yeah. you were in that lawsuit you were not on the board just you know plain and simple so now now they can think about it you know now maybe the is thinking if, if we if we grab them now we have yeah. four on the West Coast I tend to think that the the elite privates of that conference, that's not really where they want to go. But I could be wrong. But now, you know, they're on the board. So we'll see what goes with them.
0: Where does the Big 12 go next? That's where I want to go next. Immaculate with the ideas of this conference. And and maybe it's exclusively the ACC that is coming up right here on Locked on Big 12, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. (laughs) All right. Immaculate. No ad read there. Funky, right? The, uh, the, the big 12, when you think about, all right, I'm Brett Yormark. Here's what I have to do. And I have to do it now. What does he do Monday, December 18th?
1: Whatever he's been doing, whatever he's been preparing for. Um, I think right now you are in a, a kind of a sit and watch mode and he's prepared to do that. I mean, he, that's what he did with the pack, right? Like he was building relationships, talk to those schools. If he has to go through Phillips to do that, uh, you get yourself prepared. you look at what you can do and what you can offer. Because if this all starts to happen here early this coming year, you got to be there and you got to be ready. And you you got to show that you're prepared for this and you know what's going on. So just, just be ready. That's it.
0: Why not play the offensive? That that seems like more of a defensive, or you're talking about sit and wait. Why not play yeah. a very offensive approach here?
1: Because right now, I mean, I don't know what help that could do, okay. except with getting enough schools okay with leaving. That some kind of across the board agreement happens in the ACC, like a like a proper price. Like if it's just Florida State leaving, the price yeah. is probably much higher. But if it's half the conference and you're the schools who are going to be left behind, you want them all to go at once. Because say I'm Louisville and I'm thinking about joining the Big 12. I might wait till the first ones that are leaving go, collect exit money, and then use that money to leave later after ESPN is renegotiated. And it's a whole new contract because that exit cost is probably going to be much less. So, basically, anyone who sticks around longer could just collect money for their own exit. If I'm staying there for the long haul, if I'm one of the ACC schools that has to stay, I want everyone out at once. Yeah. And that means it's probably going to have to be a lower price than what most people think. But then none of that money gets shared with schools that are just going to be leaving later. So, that's that's what I would do, is I would get those schools to understand that it's a good spot to go to so that everyone wants to go at once.
0: Uh, give me uh, how do you avoid tampering there what are the what are the legalities you have to stake because you talk about Brett Yormark almost seasoning these schools to be ready
1: yeah i think what has to happen and you know maybe that's where this rumor comes in that the conferences are talking to each other yeah. is if say Phillips at the acc knows something's going to happen they're just going to get this worked out and if yeah. the conference commissioners are talking then there's no tampering um if they're coming in quietly and talking to schools Which happens. So I kind of think the whole tampering and interference worries of the past seem to have been tossed aside for whatever reason. But, you know, if if this is going on there, there's probably talking between the ACC and the Big 12 on high and in between schools. So, you know, I, I don't know if I would necessarily worry too much about the tampering.
0: I'll ask you to be predictive with this one. In two years, do you see the Big 12 sitting with the same 16 teams it has? No. How do you see it different?
1: At least 20, but it could actually go beyond. I think the Big 10 and the SEC go to 20, but because of that lower pay, I think the Big 12 could actually go beyond 20 sooner than them.
0: Should the Big 12 go to 20-plus?
1: If the opportunity is right, if their business partners you know, are willing to pay for it up front in order to get schools in. Because if you leave schools out, they get damaged. Yep. That was part of the thing with Washington and Oregon to the Big Ten. The Big Ten didn't really want to do it. That's early. But if they were to leave them out hanging to dry, um, those schools get damaged in the process. And so now your future conference mate is damaged yeah. goods coming in. So you don't want to leave folks sitting out to dry damage that costs the athletic department. People get fired people, you know, it's just not good. So if there is going to be a future, you don't, you don't want to leave them hanging out to dry before that.
0: And let's put her here in that view in two years, if you had to say yes or no today, Washington state and Oregon state are a part of that 20 plus for the big 12. Do you sit? Where do you sit? 60,
1: 40. Yes. Um, 60 40 yes that's just maybe more than that yeah but um, it's just I don't think they're going to be the first ones so it's going to be tough for those folks it's already been tough Yeah, they're a pretty tough group of people who have gone through that but I don't think that um, you don't know what's going to be available to you from the east yeah. so you have to keep as much space available for that and if you take the two from the west before that you start to, you know, maybe limit yourself on what you can do. So I do think eventually I think the value is there, um, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, I'm hopeful
0: when it comes to the work that you do in expansion research, which I love how humble you, you don't call it research. You call it reading. It is research. Uh, <laughs> where can folks find your takes more often?
1: Um, As you have on here, I'm an Immaculate View on Twitter. I don't go around to a whole lot of different places. I don't like to divide up my time. Yeah. Um, So, you know, I'm on Twitter through that and also with the guys on Big 12 Mafia. They have me on their show. And then on occasion, you might find me on Locked On with Drake Toll. I love it. I love it. I Look, I try to stay. I like the
0: day-to-day stuff. Talking about bowl games and teams and whatnot. But, man, when something breaks... It's there's one call. There's one call. And it's again, I, I gave them your real name earlier in the show. And I feel like now there's like a red laser pointed at you because people, <laughs> they're, they're, gonna, they're coming for you. Yeah, uh, well, see, thank you so much for doing this. As always, Immaculate.
1: Always good to talk to you, buddy.
0: Follow him at immaculate view on Twitter and follow along the rest of this week as we continue to break down, not just expansion, but bowl games and Texas Tech and everybody. This has been and always will be. Thanks for making it your first listen every single day. Locked on. Thanks again for making it your first listen every day. Dose grande.